Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson, and I'm editor-in-chief of MavsMoneyball.com. You are joining me on Saturday, May 14th in the a.m., but for full disclosure, I'm actually recording this on Friday night. Have a busy Saturday, but I didn't want to leave your inbox hanging the way I did on Thursday. Sorry about that. I frankly fell asleep. Uh, The grind of this series is beginning to wear me down. By the time this is posted, there should be a Game 7 availability uh, in terms of what time the Mavericks are going to play on Sunday. Uh, So that's why this won't be uh, featured as a part of this particular podcast. It should get announced um, after uh, if Bucks Celtics goes to Game 7. Um, and we will see what happens there. I wanted to point you, uh, draw your attention to a couple of really good posts. Josh Bow once again, uh, after the Mavericks won game six, broke down some of the defensive things the Mavericks did uh, to force the Suns into so many turnovers and just how they executed and also areas where um, the Mavericks might be able to improve in certain situations. Because as Josh and I were talking last night, we really felt like the Mavericks had another level to get to. Yes, they won by 30, but they actually you know, left a lot of meat on the bone, which is kind of an interesting place to come from when you're, you're heading into a Game 7. Um, then our guy Matt Phillips, uh, who was at the Game 6, has a couple of pieces up. Um, the first one that I enjoyed where he breaks down like both the numbers and why uh, Jalen Brunson is outplaying Chris Paul um, as the so many people are, are willing to mention. Chris Paul has a lot of ties to a number of the Mavericks, including uh, Jalen Brunson and Reggie Bullock, which is pretty interesting. And then uh, Matthew turned in a really kind of fun post about how Luka Doncic is becoming the Trayvon Diggs of the NBA. If you're not an American football fan, Trayvon Diggs is a defensive back for the Dallas Cowboys who had a ton of interceptions and just talks about how you know what Luca has done to improve his defensive play the last several games after getting cooked in game two uh, and really in game five, if we're being honest. And he, you know, is it's just it's a short little post and it's fun. I really you know like that Matthew does these sorts of things. Um, then our guy Xavier Santos wrote sort of a, a, a bit of a touchy feely piece. Um, it's called the unbearable weight of hardcore fandom. And he's talking about just sort of the feelings that come with uh, playing, uh, or, you know, watching a game seven and, and waiting for a game seven. Um, it's, you know, he, 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 Xavier has been pretty critical of the Mavericks season uh, more so than me in a lot of respects, you know, going back to a lot of their decisions and I like this piece because it's a bit of a saying, okay, you know what? This has been an outstanding fun. I want the Mavericks to win, and this is really stressful. But we have the best player on the, uh, you know, in the series in Luka Doncic, and that's uh, that's that's worth considering. Um, then our guy uh, Dalton Trigg, former Mavs Moneyball staffer, now writes for DallasBasketball.com. Pretty sure he's the editor in chief there. Uh, wrote an article that's called uh, Punch Them in the Mouth, Feisty Mavs Will Bring Energy Versus the Suns in Game 7. Um, if you're familiar with you know Dallas basketball's work, you know they do a lot of similar stuff that we do in terms of you know working in post-game quotes and writing a story around it. And there's also a lot of really fun pictures from this game or from the game in there. Um, and you know he Dalton is probably the most positive of all of us, and he really thinks that the Mavericks... Uh, we're going to be able to go get the game seven. Um, then to kind of round it out, there's a pair of podcasts that I think that are worth listening to. Um, if you don't subscribe to the low post, you know, what are you doing? 
but Zach Lowe of ESPN has on Jeff Van Gundy to talk about what the Mavericks are doing schematically and what, you know, if they have any chance in Game 7, because as we all know, this has been a very home-dependent series, um, and just sort of what the Mavericks have done. And it's a nice, uh, it's a nice change of pace to some of the weird conversations about kind of it's like everyone's assuming the Mavericks are going to fail. So it's like, what can Luka Doncic do better, et cetera, et cetera, has been a lot of the conversation the last couple of days. And then they went one game six, so people have to talk about what they're doing well. Um, then there's one more podcast, The Dunker Spot, with Nikias Duncan and Steve Jones. And in part of that, there's a timestamp where they discuss this series. And if you guys don't listen to this podcast, I really – Really recommend it, particularly if you're interested in sort of the tactics of basketball. These two are both excellent explainers. Josh would fit in really well with them, I think, because he, the, everybody does a good job of putting into like English what is happening on the basketball floor and then what are the adjustments being made on the fly, etc. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to talk to everybody about was my man, Matt Moore, Hardwood Proxism, posted a tweet um, games, and I'm just going to read it verbatim. Game seven home teams straight up are 109 and 33 all time. So that's 76.7% of the time the home team wins. Since 2014-15, so the three-point volume era as he describes it, home teams are 12 and 7, which is just 63%. Second round and on, the home team is just 16 and 10 overall, so 61.5% favorites and this is the betting line stuff favorites of six or more are 19 and three at home nine and one as the favorite of six or more and currently the suns are six point favorites in round two or later so that's to say that las vegas those are the latter half of that tweet betting favorites the the suns are expected to win this game that's not really a surprise the mavericks have played like crap three straight times in phoenix uh, but, you know, we, we got a whole another day to talk about the this, and I'm sure um, at Mavs Moneyball, I know we have a couple more posts coming in looking at game, you know, game seven and then reactions to game six. So I'll probably be back on Sunday morning with either something from me or me and Josh or me or someone on the staff, but that's where we are at the moment. All right, guys, this has been Kirk Henderson. I appreciate you spending part of your Saturday with me. Check out all the uh, links in the show notes to, to read or listen to directly what I've been mentioning. And we will talk tomorrow. Everybody have a great Saturday.